And we are live. Hey, everyone. Welcome to TTSN, the transformational squirrel network where we make shift happen. We want to welcome you here tonight. We're very excited to have some local ladies right from Saskatchewan. We have the founders of the Visionary Hub here, Lori Renton and Carrie Harris. Welcome, ladies. We're so excited to have you here and can't wait to hear all about the Visionary Hub. I'm excited to hear how, why it was created, how you've gotten to where you are. Cindy, you have a question to begin. Welcome, ladies. So happy to have you here. Um, I am wondering, and I'm sure all our, get, all our uh, listeners are wondering, how did you guys get to where you are and to creating the Visionary Hub? Well, you know, it, it's funny that you asked that question. Thank you, ladies, first of all, for having us on. We're really proud to be from Saskatchewan. Yes. And good old Prairie Girls, right? Um, you know, it's really funny that you say that. I remember years ago, Carrie and I knew each other. She got involved in Habitat for Humanity back when I was a chair. She came and got involved in that. And she was always really like community. And I go, this lady's kind of really cool. And we became friends. And we'll never forget at my office one time, we grabbed a bottle, first bottle of wine I ever drank in my life. And Carrie <laughs> shows up and her aunt, and we sit down and we put these big pieces of paper on the table and we just start writing. And honestly, I found the notes from that uh, about a, a couple months ago, and it was November of 2007. And guess what it said? Dare to be you. And it was wow. like, Carrie, do you realize it was that long ago? Because it just seems like time has flown, right? Yeah. So that was the start of that connecting to that. Yeah, it's crazy. Like we ended up sort of crossing paths over a job interview at one point. And um, after the interview, Lori called me. And at that point, I didn't even know her. And she said, that interview was amazing. She goes, like, who are you? <laughs> and how do I get to know you? And that's kind of how it started. And we ended up, like Lori said, becoming friends and always really connected on a really like deep, meaningful friendship. And then really just like, we have the same energy here and we want to do something. And the more we got to know each other and the more we talked, it's like, we're going into business together. We don't know when, but this is happening. And so, yeah, backwards to 2007 and now fast forward to 2021. And the vision is now somewhat of a reality. Yeah. And it's not like patience is my biggest virtue, but in this case, because life still carries on, but it kind of prepares you to be here today that many years later. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Incredible. Yeah. And I think too, like, you know, you go through your own transformations. Lori and I have very different experiences in different sectors. And then you end up, you know, going through your own professional transformations, your own personal transformations, but we're always just connected, whether it was doing something, whether it was attending workshops or something that, where we thought, oh, we need to throw this event or we need to do this. And then it just eventually evolved into being much more. But I think we, we both have that passion for wanting better for people mm. and, and really mm -hmm. just looking at like, wow, people are amazing. And what, what can we do to empower them and, and help them to grow and, and go through some of the things that we did, you know, in our life, because we've all got a story, right? And we sure yeah. do. For sure. 
it's kind of funny how, you know, years ago, upstairs in my building downtown Yorkton, and we planned this event, and it was called the New Yorkton. And we go, which is kind of cool. What happened that night? The freaking power went out. Ah. We're all sitting in the dark. There's like 30 of us. My business coach back then, Stuart Lee, came up to Canada and he he's he was a Wall Street guy because I was in financial services, right? And we had this event and it was so powerful. And same thing with that. It's the other day I'm looking through old stuff because I'm transitioning and I found our stuff on the power of you and the New York like this stuff's all showing up and it's not like I'm on purpose looking for it right you gotta love the way the universe it's so true you know it's synchronicities that come up right Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah yeah so the visionary hub I don't know Lori if you want to tell them a little bit about like where we are now and how that all came to be I mean we're we're two of the founders but there's there's four of us actually but I think Lori can tell you a little bit about um, how that all came together because that's kind of an interesting too. So as a financial advisor running a practice in Yorkton, a big vision always was how can we learn and how can we teach people differently than the standard education system and self-development and contribution to community and all this kind of stuff, which often you're not taught in just a standard system. So years ago, we started just doing little things about money and different little things. And then all of a sudden, it like branched into something way bigger. And a guy that we work with out of Vancouver, he is like, his name is Elijah. He may be on here. Honestly, I think somebody dropped him off of a UFO because he's so brilliant. And he's got all this new paradigm business stuff and ways of learning and mapping. And it was like, He kept saying when he met us, he came to Yorkton in 2012. When he met us, it was like he kept saying, Yorkton's a hub. Yorkton's a hub. So that's just been in the mind forever. And when we sat down and started going, well, what can we name this? The hub sounded good. Happiness, understanding, and balance. We kind of put that under. But it could be helping us believe. It could be a lot of things, right? And we thought visionary. How can we envision and vision our lives in a way bigger capacity than sitting there and sitting in pity and sitting in, I can't do this because of this and getting past that stuff. So that was kind of the trickle to it. And then all of a sudden we're going, the space next door to LR Future became empty and we're going, the visionary hub, we can move right on in there. So we have the physical space in Yorkton, but our big, big goal of the hub is more going out to the world this way, but there's still that personal connection. And with COVID, I'm, I'm often like Carrie and I've done workshops in the past where it's like, we do a pause right off the bat. You play music, you get quiet and you do whatever, because I believe if you don't take that pause every day, whether it's deep breathing, whatever it be, even for five minutes, sometimes life will throw a pause at you. So that's something that's very keen to what we even practice in the visionary hub so it's a whole different style of learning and becoming the best you mm. yeah and and we both talked lots about like in our whole life looking at we wanted a, a vision we had a big vision for the world and for helping people and, and shifting the paradigm for the way we do things and it was maybe we were a little bit ahead of our time and things didn't kind of come together the way maybe we 
thought and yet they're coming together perfectly so you know mm -hmm. that that hub name about happiness and understanding and balance is about who you are as people but also that as our group we have a big vision for what we want to bring to the world and we want to work with lots of people and sort of almost like masterminds of different areas mm -hmm. to shift the paradigm and to really help people to understand the energy that we are and the powerful beings that we are. And if we can look at things differently and have a different vision, we can create sort of a, I call it heaven on earth, but, but that new paradigm where we don't have to do things the way we've done them maybe for our whole lives. So. Well, we are in the age of Aquarius and it's very much feminine energy. So the old, the old um, masculine energy and not meaning man, woman, but masculine feminine energy is like, the masculine energy is very linear, very mm -hmm. hierarchical. The feminine energy is like everything we do, even our conversation killer cards are everything's in circles because we are all equal. And it doesn't matter who you are. Like when you step into that circle, you are here for something bigger than. And when we come together, all of us, it's a whole different ball game. So yeah, I'd worked in that hierarchical system in the financial mm -hmm. services for 35 years. So to come to this level and bring that holistic approach, even around, because I like to do money coaching and we did some courses on money and different things. And it's like bringing a holistic approach to that instead of just the old almighty dollar thing, mm -hmm. you know, and making it more simple and more understandable for people. Right. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Well, I was looking much. Sorry, go ahead, Cindy. I was looking into your Dare to Be You course and just reading a few of the questions you asked and I find them very, I mean, thought provoking, of course. Um, and I just want to read a couple of them and I'd love for you ladies to speak into them a bit and, and you know, maybe give an example of what, what people would look forward to in your course. Um, so one of them was what what's holding you back and um, from and then living your highest potential, living an authentic life. Um, how are your choices affecting your life? Um, are you a human being or a human doing? So I mean, all of these questions to to sit with and journal around mm -hmm. is huge right I mean those are the questions that we're all running from <laughs> right yeah. that is something that none of us ever stop to think about until yeah. we have to right yeah Cindy, so you true. just give me shivers as you said that that's something we are all running from and it's like yeah. how do we run to it because mm -hmm. we're here for you so yeah like finding your purpose connecting with you you know, we're all about the external in us. And so values and choices and stuff every day that we're making when we're thinking about them, are they serving you to your highest good? And if mm -hmm. you don't know what your highest good is, how do you know if they're serving you sometimes? I mean, your body talks. Tyla was on a while ago. Your body definitely talks. Mm -hmm. but do we all listen to it. Yeah. Yes. And I, yeah. And I think, Cindy, you know, we talked about the whole notion of daring and I think that's a little bit about this is, is like getting out of your comfort zone and and listening to who you really are and to that connection to maybe it's you know a higher source or to your higher self but also like you said just really sitting with the questions and going geez am I really connected to what I want to be connected to 
And, and are you sort of like daring enough to take that leap to be who you're really meant to be? And, and I think that's where we are in the world now is people are starting to realize there's, there's more to this place than we maybe thought initially. And there's more to us. And sometimes it's just having, you know, a, a strategic approach, which our course will offer sort of that um, support, but also looking at something that takes time. You know, and that's why it's five weeks. It's not like a question, one of those questions to process and digest. I mean, we're giving you a week, but it might be a year of your life where you're looking at, wow, who, who am I really meant to be? What, what, what am I? And what can I be that's authentic to who I am? So I'm glad you, you know, kind of thought the questions were thought provoking. We did. Yeah. <laughs> we sure did. But, it's you know, the same, the same kind of no notion about yeah. just um, taking each week's lesson from the course and, and pushing a little bit and offering a lot of support because we're both life coaches and, and we have that training. But at the same time, it's about supporting somebody on their journey, whether we have the training or not, having that somebody to a group of people to look at things and, and have a conversation and go, geez, I've never even sat really thought about my values how many people really sit down and look at you know using our value cards like what are my values and how does that impact all of the decisions that I've been making in my life and then mm -hmm. what can you do to change it so that you're not left feeling sort of lost or like oh should I really do this and, and we'll push you a little bit you know mm -hmm. we'll push you out of your comfort zone to look at things differently and, and to kind of go hmm yeah, we want you to be daring because we want people to be themselves, yeah. not to be something that you're not. And a lot of times I think we get into those mindsets where we have to do what society says we should do or what our job says we should do or what our spouse says we should do. And then we end up not being daring enough to even take the time. Like how many of us know women, men that don't take the time for personal development? Right. And then, yes. too, when you're listening to all of those outside influences, you there comes a point where you might realize, you know, what I'm thinking might not even belong to me, right? What I'm thinking and processing isn't even mine. So this belief that I have been following and holding on to my entire life is not even my belief. I need to let that go. Right. And so that's a key thing to to finding who you really are authentically and to be able to move forward and find your purpose. If you don't know who you are and you're holding on to everybody else's beliefs, it's really difficult to find out what you're really here for. Yeah. And how to move forward from that. Right. Yeah. Oh, and like, look at where we are in the world right now. I mean, yeah. But it couldn't be almost better timing. I mean, this is the process that the whole world is going through right now. Mm -hmm. Maybe they haven't signed up for Dare to Be You, but they're they're doing it, right? It's it's like, let's remove the masks of who we are yeah. and look at humanity in a way that, like Lori said, we circle around everybody and we're here yeah. to support people in their journey, whatever it is, because all of our journeys look so different. And yet mm -hmm. all of humanity right now is going through healing, and transformation and really discovering what what is in our course in a way you know who mm -hmm. are you and, and what are you meant to do on this earth and what contributions can you make that are authentic to you and uh, it's fun because we have a great you end up with a lot of 
conversation, but great people to work with. So, mm-hmm. so and the Visionary Hub, the fact that it's all, it's all experiential learning. So it's like hands-on, this is how you learn. You're not trying to learn from a textbook. You're not trying to learn in that capacity. So it really does, like Carrie said, when you're talking about values, we have a deck of 150 values cards and we go through processes and you're pulling these cards and you're going, oh my goodness, how does the value of happiness look in this circumstance in my life? Or how does the value of beauty or justice look when I'm thinking about this? Oh, I see my cat is, she's looking around <laughs> <beautiful>. here. <laughs> yeah, so that's something that's really key, uh, key at the Visionary Hub is that everything we do is experiential. So mm-hmm. yeah, sometimes it will, it'll take you out of the comfort zone, but be okay with that. Hold on yeah. to it for a minute and understand where it's coming from. And then let's move on. So mm-hmm. that's where we're there. And, and like Carrie said, it's not just something that you come to for five days. It's something that you implement into your life. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. James Beautiful. says, we've all been told we're cogs in a machine. And maybe we need to understand that we're all mini engines of ourselves and we can power things the way we want, not always the way someone else wants. Absolutely. Comment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fabulous. And isn't that true? That's that I'm a human being or am I a human doing? Right. Yes. And Thailand yeah. said, do everything purposefully instead of finding a purpose outside of you. You got it. Find it. Yeah. Do it with intent. Set that intention. Thank you, mm-hmm. you guys. That was great. Mm-hmm. Great comments. Yeah. And that's yeah. so that's so true. What they're, you know, the comments are about is about connecting to the inside. So many times we're looking for the external answer and I'm not saying we can't support and guide and help and heal, but you look inside and that's when you come up with, with your answers and the connection, you know, that, Oh, I have a big fire truck going around right now. <laughs> I guess that means this is a powerful moment. This is giving us signs, right? Yeah, that's right. But yeah, the, the comment about power, right? Like how powerful we truly are. Mm-hmm. I don't think people really realize how powerful they truly are. Right. Mm-hmm. And it is, it's about stepping into your power and not this kind of power, but this kind of power to yeah. be lifted. So, you know, we often, when we sit in circles and we're doing some of our hub factor work and stuff, and it's like, you think of you and then we get, you go like this and you put your arm out and you've got these people beside you. Here's some wings for you. How can we all fly together? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have different big term goals and stuff, but how can we all fly together to support each other? Because we're all individuals and we all have different purpose, but often we let our egos get in the way. And then our egos are going, oh, oh can't do that. Or why are they doing it that way? Like get rid of the ego. It's been yeah. there to help, you know, in defense mechanisms and stuff like that. But set the ego aside sometimes and just go, I just want to be authentically me right. and live humbly. Yes. Right. You know, You know, I just finished or redid our um, Facebook cover page yesterday, and it is working together to brighten the world, right? Yeah. And that's exactly what we're doing, right? We're working together to lift other people up so that we can brighten the world. We can brighten their world. We can brighten each other's world because it's so important to work together because if we're not working together and we're in isolation 
we are fighting against ourselves. We're fighting against everything around us, right? Well, you said it like that shining light. Carrie and I did some work with uh, one of our coaches and it was the, it was called the Ikigai. What's my reason for being? And it was really cool when we went through the process and it was like my, it, it ended up coming out. I live my light in order to guide others to live theirs. I can't go out there and make you shine your light but I can live my light. Carrie can live hers. Cindy, yeah. you can live yours. And Pamela, you guys can live your light. And then we're all shining for everybody else to be that's allowed right. to shine their light. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And that's part of the, you know, the dare. Sometimes you need somebody to help ignite the spark. Mm -hmm. And so once that spark is lit, it's like, yeah, let, let it shine. Because yes. every single person is so incredibly beautiful when they're actually who they are mm -hmm. without all the masks right absolutely and it's a lot of times again, those masks are ones that belong to other people that we thought we would put on along the way because we thought that those were the ones that should be ours yeah. and then when you take all of those masks off and you show who you truly are you shine that light for everybody else Talk about money beliefs, being in that industry for so long and bring in a holistic context to money. Wow. And you're mm. exactly right. Like, where did that come from? And you go through a process with people and they're going, that isn't even mine. Yes. Why am I owning it? Yeah. You know, right. it's like a girlfriend of mine and, and, you know, people would understand this, you know, they come out and all the doctors are trying to find out what does she have? I think she has fibromyalgia. She thinks she has this. They think she has that. Finally, they give it a title and I go, Whatever you do, don't own it. Stop labeling. Stop labeling it. people. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, you know, really striving to become your best self, really, that's a pursuit. And that's something that's a journey Carrie and I both been on. And mm -hmm. we're just here to shine, to say, come on with us. You know, I, my personality, which is quite strong, it's like, well, come on, come on. And if any of my sisters are watching, they would know. But it's like, you're trying to pull people. Now life is so simple because it's like, you just go like this. Are you ready? Yeah. Come on, we're here. And it's like so relaxing for the self, right? Yeah. So that's the only thing that we have control over in our entire life is us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when we, when we step into that and shine like that without feeling we have to change everybody else, what a difference. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's huge. Yeah. To to think and and that it's in so many aspects of our life where we want to have control yeah until we realize that we have none <laughs> we have none yeah mm -hmm. yeah tyler says the best way to find out who you are is to let go of who you are not love that that's yeah. fantastic yeah, yeah, isn't that a good one? Yeah. Well, you know, we do personality work as well in uh, at the Visionary Hub. And you know, what's really cool is that like going through the whole process, and this is just going to be a little bit of it, but it really interests people like, who am I? Like, how does my personality respond? What are the habits and the patterns that are just sticking with me? And why am I, when I'm around that person, why am I so stressed? What am I seeing? So what do I do? My personality being the enthusiast, ends up with my life partner being the personality I go to in stress. <laughs> and it is honestly, the, because he stands up to me. And it's like, holy shit. Oh, holy cow, have I ever gone <laughs> through this? So it's like, when you start to learn that, because again, 
it's a circle. So when you look at it and you go, well, I'm over here on the seven, I'm the enthusiast. You don't want to get stuck there. Mm -hmm. You want to discover the rest of you because that circle is the whole you. And that's what happens. We get so stuck in those patterns that have been created since we're little, 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 little kids in defense mechanisms and stuff. And we're hanging on to them for dear life. So all the people that you've had on here and all the stuff that they have to offer just to take you to new, to new levels in who you are is powerful. So mm -hmm. even the personality work, it's non-threatening, it's fun. And that's other stuff that we're gonna be doing into the future more of. Once we do our dare to be you and get that, then we're going more into personality work in different areas of life that you wanna make that change, whether it's relationships, being involved in community, like in relationships, when you think about it, the number one is with yourself. Mm -hmm. But then you've that's got the one with family and where do we, come up with a lot of this is within family or partners. We cross paths and we end up with intimate partners that really challenge us. So thanks to them. Thanks, Rob, if you're listening. <laughs> well, you know what, a, a big thing about um, having somebody that challenges you, it's, it's a really good thing because they help you to grow. They help you to learn. They help you to, to know yourself better. They help you to know the world better because it builds a curiosity within you that you don't let go of that wonder. That is my biggest fear in life is letting go of the wonder that I have of, of the world around me. I never want to let that go. So freedom must be a very big value in your life. Absolutely. Cage me. Do not cage me. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. And we, we have this big vision, you know, to work with people and groups, but we also have a big vision to change systems. So when you're speaking and you're talking about wonder, because of my background as an educator and an administrator, I think right away, the wonder of children. Yes. And, and what have we done in our systems to encourage that or to really squish it? Mm -hmm. and, and part of the dare to be you is, yeah, we're working with people who want that, but we can see where this would be great for for kids, yeah. for families, for learning these lessons that, man, if I would have known that when I was eight, <laughs> yeah. instead no of kidding. the right. 28 that I am now. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so yes. it's just, it's so powerful when you realize you never lose the wonder, you know, yeah. you just never lose the wonder. And when we don't allow that to be fostered, it's, it's kind of sad but on the opposite end of the spectrum, how exciting it is if we can nurture that. Absolutely. And if we live like that, if we live like kids all the time. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. Curiosity is key. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Love it. So can you share a little bit with us about why you guys are so passionate about helping others and empowering other people? What, what brought you to that in your life? Well, I guess, you know, something for me, and I can give an example, it's always easier to tell a real life story. Um, years ago, I did Dale Carnegie. It's 13 weeks long. And when I got there, they said, what's unique about you? And I said, you know, what's unique about me is I'm here in Regina at Dale Carnegie, 13 weeks driving every Monday night. And I said, but you know what? My dad did the same thing 30 years ago. 
So what my dad did is he brought it to Yorkton with, I think the Lions Club. So then I, I realized that. And after 13 weeks of that, I go, oh my gosh, would this ever be great for people in our area? So rather than believing we can get 30 and 60 and 90 people to go to Regina every Monday, I go to the college and I talk to them there and I go, is there any way that we could host this in Yorkton? They ended up doing two or three sessions of Dale Carnegie. 90 people went through it. Wow. And then the good fortune for me was they said, well, will you be like, they have a teacher or whatever, a leader. But I got to be somebody that got to sit in the audience, but go up and give the examples of the next talk. And it was such a fabulous experience. And now we see people that have gone through that. So by going through that myself and going, how can other people be engaged? But how can we make it easy enough for them? Because it's not always easy for everybody. I'm an adventurepreneur and an adventurer. So it's nothing for me to hop in the car to go to Regina mm-hmm. every week for 13 weeks. But not everybody has that opportunity or that ambition, right? Mm-hmm. So the right. Esther Hazy Mine people that showed up, the city of Yorkton, all the organizations that sent their people was unbelievable. So that's my part is when I do something, whether it's theta healing, whether it's body talk, and I see what it does for me, I'm going, oh my, and I'm an open-minded person. Oh, what this could be do for people that are kind of feeling stuck. Mm-hmm. And like, get out of that stuckness because you don't need to be there. It doesn't have to be that way. Right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think, yeah, like my story is like that too. It's something, you know, that starts in childhood I think and gets a little bit nurtured early on and then you get more and more interested in the transformation of it you know and for those of you that are from the Esther Hazy area or Yorkton area I mean big mentor in my life was Marta Krupa she was a a rhythmic gymnastics coach Mm -hmm. who never settled for anything other than the best that we could do and we were from a very small town I mean Esther Hazy is a tiny little place if you look at the big world map, we were nobody in terms of a big city. We weren't a big name. And here's this woman who comes from Czechoslovakia and just decides for herself that I'm going to start rhythmic gymnastics here and we're going to be the best in Canada and we're going to be known internationally. Who comes in and does that? <laughs> right? And so for me, that's, that's kind of how my story started. It was always about never settling for anything like anything less than what you could do as your best and never putting limits on our thinking that we could have thought oh we're just small town girls from like Esther Hazy like we're not going to Sweden and, and, and being able to compare to these people yes she broke every barrier that she could and that's how my story started it was like then you go into coaching which I did you go into training athletes you go into education that same philosophy is there and you you end up you, ha- you crave it and you want to hunger for it because you always want to be shooting for learning and growing and, and never being the same. And I mean, Lori will laugh because we'll go into meetings now and I'll be like, listen, if somebody else is doing this, I'm not doing it. <laughs> and she'll be like, what? And I'm like, no, I won't do it. I need to be looking at it differently. And I learned that from, from Marta, you know, at nine years old, it was like, if we saw choreography, we're not copying it because we can come up with our own ideas that are going to be that much better. Mm-hmm. And so I, I live that today. It's like if somebody's doing it. I'm, I'll probably do it different because I'm not copying. Yeah. So it's, it's about that. You know, it's how it starts as a little kid. And I think 
you have somebody in your life that can be a bit of a role model, at least that's how it started for Lori and I, you know, you, you get this passion and hunger. And then when you see the change it makes in people, mm. you become more hungry. Like I talk about it now and I'm like salivating. It's like, oh yeah, <laughs> I can't wait for this course and all this good stuff because you see then the light of people inside their eyes, right? It's like, wow, it's so cool when you grow and you learn and you make mistakes and you fall on your face and you get back up and you come out better. Mm -hmm. And I've fallen on my face a lot of times in my life, Mm -hmm. but I pick myself up every time. And Mm -hmm. I think that's that's what makes us all stronger. And, you know, saying that too, Carrie, like my, my mom and dad, my dad, especially because he was always business, self-employed entrepreneur never once did he say as a kid this is what you have to be this is what you have to do never did I hear that from my parents and it was do what makes you happy and even before my dad died in January in the hospital in Kenora he looked at me and he was sitting there and he just my girlfriend had just bought this big plate of pierogies right he looks at me and he looks what is our purpose on this planet Lori I go dad that's a big powerful question Two weeks later, he was gone. And I said, you've left a big purpose on this planet. You've left your children. You've left a mark. You've done all this stuff. So he was just one of those kind of silent people, but walked the walk. He didn't do, you know, he didn't, he never talked about like, be your best, do this. It was always about do what makes your heart sing. Mm -hmm. So that's powerful. And like Carrie said, when you're young and only that big, those are powerful messages and not everybody has that support and that those people around them. So they're dealing with it now as adults, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. And it's, yeah, it's kind of like, it's never too late, right? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you didn't have that mentor, but mm-hmm. so maybe you're 50, 60, 40, 30, 19, and you want to step into who you are. There's no um, limits on when it can start, when you can start transforming. And that's the other part we like about, you know, our business and our coaching is because you work with people in all kinds of age categories, all kinds of walks of life. And and we're all human, you know, we're all in this circle of like, circle of life. And it's awesome. You know, that, that's what makes us excited. So yeah, that's just and a part of the story. Connection's key. And, you know, now, like we said, you know, we're on here. Thank goodness we can do what we're doing in these times, not like the last pandemics that have been on when you didn't have internet and computers. And it's like, I think people are going to be craving to be in person with each other again. So what we started a little while ago at the Visionary Hub, I have a map. It's a vinyl map. I've had it since 2012. We found out from the map maker, Elijah, that I was the only one in the world that had that map. It sat on my boardroom table all the time. So we decided to start what was called the hub factor. And what the hub factor is, is it's a table. It's got 12 spots to sit at. And it goes with the inner you, the outer you, the inner group, the outer group. And people are able to sit there, ask a question, you know, pull the values. But then the cool thing is, is they see what comes out of what they pull up and they tell a bit of their story but then we ask the extra people that are there if they can give their input. So it gives different points of view. Because really, when I give an opinion of this card interruption, it's my opinion. Mm-hmm. But it, when you give your opinion like that about it and you're re- looking at that person's cards and explaining what you see in it, it gives them a little different perspective to look at. And they're going, oh, I never even thought of it that way. Wow, 
So we've had people in the last couple Hub Factors, which is every Tuesday, and this is to the whole audience. It's free. It's every Tuesday morning from 9.15 to 11. Sometimes it's done a little sooner, depending how many people. We have a coffee, we have great conversations, and then we're doing one every second Tuesday of the month. So the next one is June 8th for evening from seven till nine, because there's a lot of people that can't come out at 9.15 in the day, but we're really trying to create, or we are not trying, we are creating a, con a place to go and have conscious conversations. Not the same old, same old, like, how you doing? You walk by someone and you touch them on the shoulder. How you doing? You keep walking. You really don't give a crap. It's like, how are you doing? And really paying attention to how they're doing. So when people go, you know, it's nice to see you. I go, it's really nice to be seen. Thank you. Because it is. It's nice to be seen. And that's everybody. So, so the Hub Factor, you're all invited. It's free. You can bring a friend. We had so much fun yesterday or Tuesday because we only had three people there. So we were able to do the positions twice and go from the inner you to the outer you. Oh, it was so powerful. So that's a lot of fun. And that's a way staying within COVID rules that we're at least able to bring people together. Mm -hmm. It's a start. Right in Yorkton, Saskatchewan, number five. Wow. Nice. Show up. That's awesome. Love yes. it. That's and I'm sure it's incredibly powerful as somebody who's who's hearing it from other people, right? Yeah. They're receiving and and learning how to receive. Right. Right. Because Can we get you to put that in the comments, the times that that, that is? Like you um, can do it after. Yeah, like things put in the comments me? later. Okay. Yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll put that in there so that Perfect. everybody can be invited. Yeah. Sure. Right. Yeah. And one thing we can tell you too, as we're going to be offering soon is we will do some remote visits. So if you want us to come out and do some of these things in your community or in your home or your business, we're here for you. Yep. Super. Carrie, aren't we getting a visionary hub van? <laughs> like one of those ones we can stand in and travel uh, around. Oh, are you, guys, are you guys going to have a pole in your van? <laughs> your <laughs> You just right. never know what shows up. <laughs> but I can envision that just cruising around this province to start with. A party and bus. Then cruising around the country. Yeah. That's all right. I'm but coming. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Count me in. <laughs> oh, that sounds awesome. <laughs> um, James is asking Is it online? You know what? The hub factor isn't online yet. We did have, we tried it. Carrie, were you in on online one time through and it, it doesn't feel the same, wasn't it? Like it just didn't feel because you felt distant. You mm -hmm. felt a little yeah. disconnected and, yeah. and part of the power is is the group of people around that map mm -hmm. and, and really actually forming that circle. So there's other um, maps that could be shared with you in a different way, but the actual hub factor, it really is the power right being in person. Yeah. Sure. So James, it would be us coming to you wherever you are. Argentina, Spain, Regina. <laughs> Regina's not far. Regina? Regina's not far. <laughs> yeah. So touch in, like I said, you know, what a great event to have for a bunch of friends even to get together and mm -hmm. sit down instead of the same old, same old stuff. It's something unique. Mm -hmm. So, and it's a vinyl map, so we can roll it up. We just have to haul our round table because it really needs that round table effect so yeah mm -hmm. 
Very cool. That is awesome. Mm -hmm. So if you're ready to be, all of you, like the audience, if you're ready to be connected to who you truly are, please come and join Carrie and I. It will be so much fun. It'll be five weeks and it's what, 6.30 to 8.30, Carrie? Yeah. And it's Monday Monday evenings. Like take that time for you. I know it. it's going to be sunny on Monday. It's going to be hot on Monday, but take those couple hours for you and then go for that walk in nature, go what you do and go do what you do, but just do it with more consciousness. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Lori, I have to ask you if you can show everybody your sunroom. Because oh, I- Cindy and I talk a lot about nature and how, how important nature is. And Lori's got this incredible sunroom and lives out at a lake. And so can you please show us? <laughs> I'll show you this first. Mm. And then I will show you the sunroom. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Look at that. Gorgeous. Oh. All of you also, like Burgess Beach is a pretty, I don't know, there's something about this place. Like I said, I knew I was going to live here one day after 43 years of my parents having a cabin. I knew I was going to live here. I just didn't know who with. And it's like, there's something here with this white sand and these sand dunes and stuff. So we're Mm -hmm. looking also at possibly doing a retreat where 10 or 12 of us get together and we just come out here and we do some earthing because Sylvia, who's part of our team, She's very much nature. She's like, well, you know, all about walking bare feet in the sand. And then I've got it. We got another friend up north and she'll come down and she calls herself the weed witch. Mm. She's really unique. And so we want to look at doing something like that so that we can have the hub factor here. So we can make that part of it because we have a hall. And then people around this area can just all come or Mm. people from anywhere can come. It gives them just a different place to be because getting out of your area and just getting out of where you always are in town in the city wherever in business in schools in whatever it gives you an opportunity just to go out and breathe yes with like my yeah yeah and we you know going back to sort of the visionary hub I mean it's limitless for us in terms of what we want to do and we're always open to people telling us things that they're craving or wanting the retreat thing is something we're really you know in the planning stages of that too we we've always wanted to do it and looking at bringing in different modalities and working with different people and giving people that break away from from just life to kind of come back get grounded get centered learn some new things and really just you know, resonate with other with other people and, and kind of do that connection, which I think we're craving more than ever this year. And um, so we're looking forward to it. And if, and if the audience has any suggestions even of things they'd like us to offer in the future, mm-hmm. because we're the visionary hub, we don't do things like everyone else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course we don't. <laughs> you know what else is cool with the hub factor is you write out a question, like there's just something you kind of want, you're not sure, like whether it's designing your ideal job or you're in conflict with somebody at work and things like that. So we realize how important emotional and mental health is today and how we can implement and bring that in and not the traditional way of, oh, you got depression, here's a pill, you know, go take these pills and you'll be better. Like there's better ways to do it. I have a grandson that has anxiety and 
I linked him up with my naturopathic doctor. He is just happy as old heck now because he said, grandma, I'm not going on medication. Like he's 21. So he could make that. I'm not going on that stuff. There's no way I'm putting that in my body. I'm going, good for you, buddy. Mm-hmm. And he found a way naturally to resolve that and to work with it when he gets into that anxiety. Yeah. Because it's our minds that take us, right? That's what spirals yeah. Yeah. us. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So that's a big part of the hub too, is that I mean, yeah, no, I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a psychiatrist, but honestly, the personality work that we do, and when you really take a deep understanding on who you are in personality, it gives you an opportunity to grow. It's the most biggest. I did the training in 2011. I have grown so much as a human being, mm-hmm. and I'm blessed that I found it and that it was introduced to me. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Yeah. And I think the biggest part of what you're offering is the community, right? The community to, you know, to open up to, to be supported, to be able to fall back into, you know, is probably the biggest, most important part. And spending time with people who are like-minded, who want and are looking for that healing and, and that growth and moving forward, right? That's... That's huge to find the people, find your tribe, right? Yeah, and building those relationships, you know, you don't have to be, um, you don't have to know everybody at a, at a session. You know, you, there's so much growth that happens from learning from other people, but when you build a relationship and you can build sort of that safety and that trust where you can start to be a bit vulnerable, you know, Brené Brown talks always about mm-hmm. vulnerability doesn't mean that everybody's going to be bawling their eyes out, but it means that you have enough trust and you create a safe place for people to be open. Mm-hmm. And then when you're open, you're able to be more vulnerable and learn from each other. And, and, and like you said, Cindy, it's, it's about a community that maybe you never anticipated you would be part of and, and then how it grows, you know, it's past the five weeks or the two hour session. It's like, now we have a, a tribe, like you said, Tamala, a tribe of people that are like-minded and, and how that grows, you know, it starts with such a small number and how the ripple effect just can change the world. Absolutely. You know, you all know Wayne Dyer, right? Mm. Well, Wayne Dyer said, like he's gone now, but you know, something he said that really stuck for me because I've read every single one of his books, like his wishes fulfilled and excuses be gone and all this stuff. You know, one thing he always said when he decided he was going to go out there and speak and share his wisdom, he said, I don't care if there's one person in the audience, Mm -hmm. I will be there for that one person. And that's what Carrie and I said, we go, are you kidding me? If two people sign up for Dare to Be You, one person signs up, we're here for them. And then Wayne Dyer had thousands and thousands of people all over the world following him. So when you can leave a mark like that, where people can step into their best selves, whether it's one person or 5,000 people, that's impactful. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you change then the ripple effect from not, not only the ripple effect that you have in that immediate group, and then each person in that group, it shares to their family, to their friends too, right? Because it's just an ever expanding butterfly effect. Right. And it's the energy too, that we we've talked about on here before is that that morphogenetic field where, you know, your, your energy, the words you speak, the, the things you do 
every every little bit of energy that you put out there gives other people permission to put out that same kind of energy because it brings them to that wavelength right so when you're at a higher vibration you're bringing others up to your vibration mm -hmm. so when i say thank you i'm giving other people permission to say thank you when i say i love you i'm giving other people permission to say that yeah. And so the more positive that we can put out there, the more we're raising the vibration of the entire planet. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're doing here, right? We're, we're sharing that. We're, we're lifting people up. We're raising people to a higher vibration so that we can all live better lives and live free and live what we need to be living, live our true purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, well, ladies. Uh, I think that we have come to a time in our show where I'm going to first ask you if you have anything else that you would like specifically to share with our listeners before I ask you our squirrel shots. <laughs> I guess I guess the one thing I want to say is that I had someone call and say they wanted to donate a spot to Dare to Be You. So we're going to be posting that later. Like, please put comments in and say, I'd really like to be there because we want, we don't want you just to win it for the sake of winning something. We want you to get it because it's something you truly, truly want in your life. So that will be on the Facebook, right? Yes. So we'll share that, Carrie and I. Yeah, for sure. And just dare to be you and, and live your authentic lives, you know, and, and don't wait, don't wait. Don't, don't make excuses. Just take a plunge, whether it's a course or a podcast or whatever it is. It doesn't have to be ours, but transform your life and, and find people to support you and do that because what else are we here for? That's right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Awesome. Okay, ladies, are you ready for squirrel shots? Okay. <laughs> I'm going to start with Lori. So Lori, what book are you currently reading? Oh, that is too funny. Mistaken Identity. Oh. He's a, he's a rehabilitation coach and I met him. He's in Saskatoon. He is the most beautiful man. The book just came out two weeks ago and I, I just actually finished it. So it's mistaken identity. Is that the truth of who I really am? Thank you for that question. Nice. Carrie, what was your childhood nickname? <laughs> I don't know if I can say those on here. <laughs> well, I had a few, um, at one point, it was Scary Carrie, because, you know, rhyming names back in the day, everybody picked on something that rhymed. It was horrible. Scary wow. Carrie. And then it turned into KK. Like, I had a nickname for a long time, just KK. Maybe it was Kooky Carrie, I think, like a K and a K. <laughs> awesome. I'm probably divulging way too much now. Crazy <laughs> Carrie. That's Crazy the fun Carrie. of it. Lori, <laughs> uh, what is your most used emoji? My what? Most used oh, emoji. You know, I guess like uh, those emojis are those little yellow guys mm -hmm. with the hearts in his eyes. Yeah. But I usually, <laughs> with the hearts in his eyes, that's the one I use. That's but I also use heart with the two and a heart hugs. Oh, nice. So the hugging emoji is one I use. I, I love it. It's on everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie. Answer this question. When I dance, I look like. Oh. Hmm. 
That's really hard. I was just going to say, like a little bit of a monkey. <laughs> and then see, I thought you would be like a swan, really graceful. No, because my vision when you say, when you dance, I was thinking about what I've been doing lately is dance parties for one. It's been something I've done for a long time, but especially now because we can't really go anywhere and dance. There's so many dance parties for one in my kitchen. And I probably look more ridiculous because my kids are around and they think they have all these great moves and I purposely just do something stupid to annoy them. So that's kind of why I was thinking of the monkey thing. Cause it's like, I'm not gonna, you know, they think I can't dance, yes I can. It just doesn't look good. Lori, <laughs> what is your favorite drink? Oh, uh, uh, Gordon's Gin. It's got some pink stuff in it, and I found it at the co-op in Kenora. And the or the the head guy, the manager, goes, "Lori, have you ever tried this gin?" I go, "No, but I love gin." Uh, Gordon's Gin is my favorite with water and lemon. Nice. Ooh. And Ooh. carry a bucket list item. Well, we're doing the Visionary Hub, which was kind of a bucket list to have that, but it would be somewhere travel, like Bora Bora, Tahiti. I have dreamt about going there. It has to happen. <laughs> nice. Most interesting food, Lori? My most interesting food? The is... most interesting food you've ever tried? Ugh. I think it was squid in the Philippines a couple of years ago. Oh, Yuck, but interesting. <laughs> Yuck, but interesting. I was courageous to try it. <laughs> awesome. Carrie, last movie you watched? That's, that's, that's not a good question because I literally, honestly, haven't really watched anything lately. I don't know, Lori. I probably messaged you about when you had a recommendation and I gave you a movie title. I haven't watched anything hardly at all this year. I, I honestly, I'm just kind of repulsed with TV and anything. So it's like, I've just turned it off. So, Good for you. Sorry, I, I blew that question. No, you didn't, you didn't actually. You gave, you gave us great information about you, right? That's yeah. awesome. Um, Lori, what's your favorite healing modality? My favorite you know what actually today I did Thai massage but I love body talk I think when it originally started for me was theta healing it was very very powerful theta healing Cindy and I both have our do you mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so I have to say that's one of my favorite I didn't understand it and this brain always needs to go how does that work because why did that work so oh, good yes. for me? <laughs> and a lady from PA used to come to Yorkton she ended up seeing over 300 people in the long run she came here and people just told each other wow. so Theta's, Theta's probably one of my favorites but I do like body talk yeah isn't that cool though like they're all four of us then have Theta healing because we took it and I even had my kid at that time my daughter take Theta healing because Cindy Lou offered a, a children's course right nice. so right oh, cool? very we both took quantum touch as well did you guys take Me quantum mm-hmm I just heard about that from my friend, Sheila. She's on here. And I said, oh my goodness, I need to link into that because it sounds yeah. interesting. It's I love all, all modalities and I'll try them because I'm, I'm curious, but I have to say those were the two that really stood out and made a difference in my life for me. Nice. Mm. Last question, Carrie, what is your biggest pet peeve? <laughs> <laughs> 
How, how long of a list do you want? <laughs> the top one. <laughs> I would say phoniness. If you, I can't, I get repulsed if you are fake or phony or pretend to, yeah, can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, Cindy's got one last question for both of you. If you were to climb to the highest mountaintop and the whole world could hear you, what would be your message, Lori? Okay, my message, and this is funny because I'm sitting here with Louise, Hay Louise Hayes' cards and I want to have fun with it. And I just want to go, we are looking, we are the power we are looking for. Each one of us is linked with the universe and with life. So we are the power we are looking for. So thank mm -hmm. you. I just, I'm at the top of the mountain. Nice. Carrie? Yeah, I, I immediately went to Nelson Mandela. You are powerful beyond measure. Mm. Be who you are meant to be. Don't hold back and live the life that you have imagined for yourself. Beautiful. Yeah, that's me. Are you on the mountain? Woo! <laughs> probably da probably dancing like a monkey. Who is your dance? <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Well, thank you ladies so much for joining us tonight. It was wonderful to hear about the Visionary Hub and we look forward to hearing future yes. things that are happening with it, different connections that you're making. This is going to be fantastic. I want to thank you again for being here and thank everybody who is watching and people who watch the replay of it and thank you we're going to sign off from ttsn have a great night and we look forward to seeing you guys again next week bye thank you, guys. Thank you so much everybody so much appreciate it